Hey, girls and gays. Girls and gays, girls and gays, girls and gays, girls and gays. Welcome back to another episode of I Said What I Said. Say it with me. No, that was beautiful. Okay. I am your host, Mukundwa. And I am your co-host with the most every time from east to west in the morning to the night. Yeah, yeah. crazy. This is a podcast where we close the gap between who we are and who we want to be. And where we are and where we want to be. Ah, welcome. Welcome to this sunny Johannesburgian day. I know. Butterflies flying outside. We're in such a good mood. We are. I had celery juice and cupcakes for breakfast. Fantastic. I had, I mixed pancake batter and I made coffee that I haven't drank because you don't like my coffee breath. Mm. And I had two cookies and it's just been wonderful. Gorgeous. I know. What's for lunch? Pancakes, maybe. <laughs> I'm having wings. That's Barbecue great. wings. Ha! <laughs> huh. Ask me how I'm feeling. How are you feeling, darling? I. It's interesting. It's been a. It's been an interesting week. Mm-hmm. Um, an overwhelming week, and I think it's probably been a really spiritually a roller coaster of a week for a lot of us, mm-hmm. and it has for me. Mm-hmm. I've just had so many realizations and returning to myself. We've all had, I've been through a lot of spiritual turmoil and change. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us have with what with COVID-19, all of our cities and countries have their respective drama. And then we've got America that's on fire, that's doing what it does best, um, terrorizing black bodies. And it's really touched the world. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, I, I, I kind of want to discuss how we're both coping. I'm interested in how you're coping and just want to like chat a bit about how I've been. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm about to laugh because I'm coping with what? The situation elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, yes. What do you mean? So like how, I don't know if you've been very much online, but if you're affected, you're affected. And if you're not, you're not. So I've been affected because all it takes is to read one of the posts about what's happening like I think all it takes is to really deep it I don't know what the word is to deep it is to like soak it in that's Mm. English terminology to really just deep it and think someone really was on their chests with a knee on their neck for eight and a half or more minutes and that was normal and people were around them and that's how somebody died like that was somebody's last moments and like there's so many perspectives of that that are harrowing. Mm. I can't imagine what that's like, obviously, what that's like. I can't imagine what it's like to have seen that. I can't imagine what kind of person would do that. Like, what kind of... Just the mental state you have to be in to kill someone and really feel justified. To be either so terrified of black people that you really think a black person who's fallen over is probably getting ready to do a barrel roll and jump up and kill you, so you kill them first... Or you just don't see us as human. And it's just every, there's nothing that's not terrifying about this whole thing. And if if you're affected, you're affected, you know, regardless of where you live, where you are. And so I've I've been, I've been affected for sure. Mm. Um, Yeah. I mean, look, yes, I, I'll ask you about how you've been affected. I think just to contextualize my giggle at the beginning is that I just feel like, the state of America isn't the state of humanity on my very back door, like on 
right outside my my neighborhood, mm. um, people are dying every day at the hands of authorities or of their lovers or whatever mm. in the same or worse ways. And it's just because America has a spotlight on it that I'm being asked um, or affronted with the need for a reaction to this, which I, so it's terrible. It's mm. obviously, it's horrific, but I keep thinking to myself, I can't, I can't genuinely like react and um, act like this is such an, a left, mm. a far left thing that's happened or left field or whatever mm. it's called thing that's happened. It's so bizarre, which, and it all is, it is bizarre and disgusting. Um, but how about, how am I coping with the violence that's literally two kilometers away from me? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where I am. So it. I am so happy for all the action that's happening in America around it and all the people that are up in arms and the looting and the, you know, the burning and the fighting back. I love it. I love it. I'm here for it um, all the way. But I don't, for me, if I was to express um, anything about it, it would be performance because there is so much happening so much closer to me that I can actually, I'm fearing for, like, I fear for my own life on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. And, and all of that, like... So there's just, there's just a lot. And it's, for me, it's like sifting through. And of course, none of these things um, can go on uh, like a, uh, what's it called? Like a, a, a pyramid, like this is more important than this, than that, than that. Like it's all horrible. But um, yeah, I think that's just how I'm digesting it. I don't, for me, it would be kind of fake to react in a big way mm-hmm. to, to America when South Africa's burning. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not, I don't know, on social media. A hundred percent. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. Um, and I think they, there was a post on Instagram. This person posted um, a black model, mixed race model. Mm-hmm. She said, silence is silence. If you're not posting, um, that's us. I see you. Uh, it mat like it matters. Like if you if if I notice you're not posting, you're not doing anything. And. I posted this, reposted it saying, hmm. And I think people thought I was endorsing that. And so people were like, no, that's not really fair. And these are all the reasons why. Mm. And I, I I agree. I don't think it's, I don't think that's accurate. Mm. I do understand her perspective, why she would think that and say that. But there's American exceptionalism. Like Americans, it's so hard to observe what American exceptionalism is when you're American. Um, the idea that the world should pay attention mm. when we don't get the reciprocity. Correct, yeah. And um, so I understand when if it's not on someone's radar uh, by accident or deliberately. Mm. Uh, and I don't think... This, really, this is a white issue. You know, this is a white issue of um, imperialism, capitalism white supremacy so in many ways i just don't think black people i think i really wish and think we should choose to make violence our business but it really isn't it's something that happens to us but it's not because of us mm-hmm. and I, I don't have all the answers of course i don't know how you can put that my belief into practice i don't know what that looks like but really white people yeah i just don't expect the bulk of this work to be done by black people why would mm. we it doesn't make any sense it's not my problem it's 
it's my it affects me but it's not of me i feel like i agree with you but i feel like unfortunately it's going to take hundreds of years for white people to get uncomfortable enough to change the shit that they've caused Mm -hmm. unfortunately i think it is going to fall on black people to burn down their stores oh yes yes um so the difference is i that that's not part of the solution okay that's now the response to i see i see right the solution is dismantling all these things is much more than um i guess violence like it's pretty systemic but black people have a right to respond and that's what they're doing and i think that's the correct action responding but to try dismantle correct you can if you want but i just think i understand why it makes sense to participate but i just wouldn't ask that of any black person Mm. and on a personal level know how i participate Mm -hmm. but that's like a personal choice as well so yeah, yeah, that that's that. That actually does make sense to me. And if um, black people respond in the way that they need to, to protect their bodies and, you know, to jar the system, then white people will have to respond to to that. Or white, white people will suffer the consequences of that and take action thereafter. And hopefully some of, you know, and from that, from there, reform could be born. You know, from realizing, mm. hmm, yeah, well, we have a whole bunch of angry, hurt, um, you know, sidelined people. Mm. I think we need to change why they're there, maybe. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually, I don't believe things will change. Well, things change because of, like, economic necessity, like apartheid. I'm pretty sure it ended because, like, I Sanctions. don't know. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it was appealing to white people's consciousness i think it was just for on a practical level that's so it was true. becoming difficult to manage so um if things change i think it might be on that reason mm. um i don't expect white people to change but i don't think that's i don't know if that's a defense mechanism or i just believe they don't have the range mm. um i don't know i really tried to I really try to hone in on like my impact and what I can do and if I think and and the change I can affect with white people myself mm-hmm. because I can control that and if there's one thing that's taken away from us when there's violence it's your sense of power and control kind of power over yourself and mm-hmm. and um autonomy and I feel so powerless when I watch the news but I feel powerful I feel accountable I can feel accountable when I do stuff in my vicinity, in right. my community, yeah. So I don't know on a global level why people, I don't know for them, but in terms of what Mukundwa, who she can reach and how I can engage, there I'm very hopeful mm-hmm. in that regard. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. In this week, I've been thinking about belief systems mm-hmm. and beliefs versus belief systems in line with what me and Bobo talked about, kind of like a following up of that conversation about Mm -hmm. if you can have friends who have different belief systems to you right and communities with different belief systems because i'm feeling really spiritually isolated Mm -hmm. just generally in terms of my life so that includes online life offline life yeah i feel really alone and part of that is because you know i've not necessarily reached out to check who I'm in alignment with in my life. So there's that. I might not be alone. And like, mm-hmm. that's a thing I have. I definitely don't reach out for help. Um, but I, it feels like 
there are few people who feel the world is more good than bad mm-hmm. and that their pleasure and their joy and, and their happiness and contentment is so possible and so integral to how the world looks. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people feel hopeless right now and that's understandable, but that's just not my belief system. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I'm feeling quite alone mm-hmm. and just wanted to withdraw a bit because I need to find... I need to, I just need to feel replenished. I need to find like-minded people who believe there's so much. Can I just read out the poll results? Yeah. Let's listen to those. Yeah. Every single one of these really shocked me. Um, And again, I can understand if it's contextual. It's because of the time we're living in. It's a bit hectic. But I still was quite, this made me super sad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you believe that mostly good things happen or mostly bad things happen in this world? 75% of people said mostly bad. Are the principles of manifestation easy or hard? 69% said hard. I asked, in your heart of hearts, do you believe you can have and deserve what you want most in this life? 66% said yes, they believe they can. I said, do you identify as lucky? 55% said yes, which was very interesting to me. Um, I don't know that many people who think they're lucky. So I was like, that's dope that half think they are. Really? I really don't. I know one other, I know, Mm. I need to ask more. I just also need to ask people Mm. if they feel they're lucky. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's just the way I take prompts on the way people speak about their lives. But I've also taken out the cultural nuances, like how culturally I could have this, a Ugandan can have this one, uh, get run over by a bus, a, an American can, a British person can, and they'll all speak about it in different ways. That's such a generalization, but meaning that we have um, codes through through which we speak, but it doesn't necessarily indicate how we feel about things. So another, a yeah, real example? Yeah, that was a terrible example. No, that was a phenomenal they example. They can all get run over by a bus, but they speak about it differently. Yeah, how? literally. The, but it hurt. It was unfair. It was meant to happen. What do you mean differently? Differently, differently in how? terms of... So if you think of an, the difference in American and Brits, which one of them is self-deprecating and which one of them upsells? In which culture is it kind of embarrassing to be outwardly positive and loud about your achievements? So already we have a different framework of how people speak about things. Mm-hmm. So if I ask a Brit, do you feel lucky? That might be an embarrassing question. That might be taken as um, them boast being boastful or that that's not hu- humble enough. You know, so right. cu- culturally, we just um, have different frameworks of speaking, but it doesn't necessarily reveal how the person feels because that's a, a layer of culture. Okay. okay. I needed explanation. It's just like mm-hmm. a bad joke. If you have to explain it. Listen to yours. My examples are perfect. You're being perfect. so discouraging. Oh, Maybe I'm one of those friends. I think you literally are. I'm done. Okay. Is manifestation real or just a privilege? Um, 55% said just a privilege. Then I said, okay, those of you, 75% of you who said that you believe mostly bad things happen in the world, do you think that's just a new cycle or is it genuinely genuinely more bad things than good? 53% said it's objectively more bad than good. These were all interesting results. Um, and I, my response to the thing about the world being more bad than good I think this is really serious <laughs> like I think that's you know what though like it ties in perfectly with the news 
There's all the news, mm-hmm. except the news is always 90% bad and then 10% at the end. You've got the weather and then like an interesting story, which may mm-hmm. be good. Mm-hmm. So I just think, I mean, people are just primed. I mean, if we honestly, there's no way, if the world was 75% worse or bad and 25% good, there is no way anything that we see around us would be here. Trees and butterflies, people generally driving, you know, without accidents. Accidents are the anomaly. Is it anomaly? Um, Mm -hmm. You know. They are. Things like that. Like the world actually works so much more than it doesn't work. Um, It really, really does. mm. Because it takes much more of things working than things not working for things Bitch. to work it can't even 50 50 is still not enough it's if not. things break down 50 percent of the time they're not running mm-hmm. so it has to be definitely the majority the majority i and this is why i love watching documentaries about the chances of um us existing mm-hmm. just to show how many things have to align for our mere existence for you know water to be here for plants to have grown and developed for us to have become you know from a single-celled organism to now human like all the things that had to go right while the pterodactyls fly overhead all the things that had to go right for us to be here it's Mm. just phenomenal and i think i mean can i ask you a question now so this is about the news like Mm. so for instance okay so the news is all bad all bad but it's a very skewed, a very skewed perspective of reality. So if you, would you consider stop watching the news? Well, I don't watch the news. What do you, so. You don't, I mean, but pay, but paying attention to current affairs that are negative. Uh, what's your, ne- is that because, is that in response to, I seem like it's making me suffer? This is in response to, um, the 75% of people that believe the world is bad yes. probably have their pulse on current affairs mm. and can see all the shit that's going on, the wars, the hunger, the mm. cheating, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. They see all of those things mm. and therefore the world seems 75% worse. Okay. So I think I'm asking you, would you consider tapping out of all that information and um, screening your information so all you would get or most of what you would get would be the good things that happen. Mm. Um, well, I already do that. So yeah, yes, I would consider it and I do it. Mm. Um, it's, it's, I think, yeah, my problem isn't news. It's kind of how I respond to it and Mm. what that means for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm mindful of news that hardens me. Anything to do with race relations Mm. where I'll come out hating white people and bear in mind Considering if we had to add up the actions of men, Mm. the actions of X, Y, Z, white people, it is not surprising. And it's actually, no, it's very surprising more people don't hate certain groups of people. Mm -hmm. It's very surprising more of us don't hate each other because of the kinds of violence we've all put each other through. So because it is very easy, very easy, takes very little for me to hate, just be in that space of being so angry at a nebulous white people i don't i'm i manage how much of that news i you know Mm. i follow so i'm following the situation in america but i stop um or i I release i get upset i cry Mm. i finish and then i have to watch i have to just see stuff that counters that that shows me for every white police that steps on someone's neck there are 10 white people or police hmm, police there are 10 white people that just are trying to pop their pussies and have a good time and Mm. 
for the most part, aren't trying to cause harm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I don't want to be hardened. I think there's a, there's a psychological and spiritual warfare that's happening too, mm-hmm. because I think a system of oppression is perfect when you, it doesn't have to police you. When you believe you're nothing, when you believe you're shit, when you, uh, when you manufacture hate yourself, mm-hmm. you don't need the news anymore. So I'm so mindful that the flesh, that, that that's very physical. There's something clearly happening on a, um, a visceral level, but psychologically we're very vulnerable to, to um, giving into hating each other, which I think would just be the perfect storm mm-hmm. for America for a lot of nations or for mm. a lot of um organization god knows who whoever's pulling the strings um so i'm mindful mm-hmm. but what i'm oh, sorry darling yeah. why did the why did the poll results shock you i just couldn't believe i guess i think the world's mostly good and it's so obvious to me mm-hmm. i couldn't believe people thought it was mostly bad mm-hmm. and i guess for me as well i wouldn't live in a world that's mostly bad I'd be out of here. Like for me, it's, 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 it's nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm he- cause, because I'm here to have fun. When it stops being fun, I'm, I'm a clock out and it won't stop being fun because of my belief system. But I think I'm so fascinated that people like what <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm fascinated that people choose to participate if it's so shitty. This is what, okay. I now wonder if people are being honest with themselves because yeah, if it was so shitty, I think I just think that maybe people don't look objectively at their lives, possibly. And maybe this is an inconsiderate thing to say because so much is going right or well or is manageable or could be seen as good, but potentially because they don't digest it Mm. or acknowledge that this is good, they don't... um, like they don't consciously, it doesn't consciously translate, but the evidence is that they're still participating. They're, mm. they're still participating. And so there might be a discord there. I see what you mean. And I think it's what it goes back to what you said, which is that a, the environment is completely primed for us to see negative things. Mm. If you're raised on news, if you're raised how we're raised, you're going to see the violence. You're going to be scared and fearful. Like that's very normal. That's how we cultivate our kids. Mm. Um, but B, we are biologically primed to see the negative um, because that was a survival mechanism. Right. So I was listening to a podcast about it that we just, we have to train ourselves to see the positive mm. because it's just a survival instinct that has kept us alive. Mm. And for humans, it takes, so does that mean not taking a breath? Okay. What what actually I didn't happens know. there? Did you I just keep speaking. No, no, no. But why did what happened when you were saying that word? And for humans. And for humans. And then you swallowed and then you were I think maybe an air bubble. Or maybe there's a lot of spit in your mouth. It's just fascinating. I don't think of breathing. My body does it when it needs to. <laughs> when it's <laughs> your body's and for humans, it takes five good things to cancel out one bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was 10. These well, the podcast, I know the stats, but what was shocking to me is that that's, and it's just so true. It is so true that it takes an overwhelming amount of good things to cancel out one bad thing and that it's a discipline to insist on seeing the good just for quality of life, right? Just mm. so that it's more pleasant. If you're going to stick around, 
at least to be a bit more pleasant mm. in terms of perspective. Um, I'll actually link this podcast because it talks about the the big study was resilience about mm-hmm. why the suicide rates are so high in these countries. I think it was Hungary and um, another country where quality of life is more or less okay, but you go to a place where people are suffering and so few people take their lives. So what is it about resilience in humans and about this instinct and why is it, you know, why is it the opposite? Why is it when we're doing so bad, there's Mm. a resilience, but when we're not, when we've got a, a, a comfort that that's, really more affronting the answers were interesting that is so interesting well the answer let's tell you the answer guys well then why should we listen to the podcast i know it's a two-hour podcast it's great you must listen i think it's on freakonomics but he says with privileged people especially white people because i think white men there's a proportion of a rate they commit suicide in the states is that apparently it's much harder to make sense of why you're so unhappy because you have less to you think you have less to be unhappy about Whereas with um, the suicide rates are are apparently much lower in the black community, black American community. And it's their theory was that it's so obvious why I'd be sad. Mm. Besides the police trying to kill me, besides my water literally being poisoned, besides dying, giving birth in a first world country, besides all these things, um, I have to live. And I can see why all these things might make me sad. So that was interesting. You also listen to a podcast about a psychologist who deals only with rich people Mm. and who often are suicidal. Mm. And that was interesting to see how their privilege isolated them so much that they, Mm. yeah, just, it it was, it's, it's terrifying. Isolation's terrifying Mm. and so sad. It is. Isolation Mm. is terrifying. Mm. Okay. So then, so now what, Mukunda? So what are you, what next for you then? Yeah. Um... I think, yeah, like I said earlier, I think we just have to, my only, I don't know. And it's terrifying to think of how much people are hurting and being hurt. And it's even more terrifying because I I feel like I can't do anything about it. Mm. We see who it was. We see the actual culprits. We can see them with our eyes. And none of us can just, the answer isn't just to grab him and kill him. Or maybe it is, but we're not doing that. And so it feels powerless. You know, as a kid, in school, there were such clear systems of punishment. Mm-hmm. If somebody stole your pencil, you could go tell the teacher and something would be done immediately. But in life, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. We know how many times did R. Kelly have to do what he did. Mm-hmm. How many times did this police officer who had 12 counts of violence have to do what he did? It doesn't work like that. And it's overwhelming and terrifying. And it it will cr- it, it will crush a person and it definitely crushed me in uni when a lot of this was ha- a lot of black lives that's when black lives matter kicked off mm. crushed me so now i focus re- just inwards about how can i feel good how can that be my act of resistance is doing what i can you know if that's if that's donating in my community if that's having conversations with my friends on instagram if that's dressing well and eating well so i feel good that really matters. I don't want to feel helpless or powerless. I think that's mm-hmm. so dangerous. Um, and also, I think we all have lanes, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think I'm not going to be a Sean King and do what he does. He's also not going to be a Mukundwa and be mm-hmm. like, wear colors because you feel better. Have orgasms because it makes you feel good. And that matters. We have lanes. And that's mm-hmm. my political lane is the personal, is how you treat yourself and your the person next to you. And I have to be comfortable with that because... 
I don't want to feel like I'm not doing it. You have to feel like you're doing something and that your something has to be enough for someone. But so when you wear colors and have orgasms, mm. are you doing it as an are you doing it as an act of resistance? No. Or as a political like so Yeah. I'm not that's not an act of well look, it is an act of resistance, but I'm not doing it for that reason. I see. It's an act of resistance because I'm well. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's not an act of but I do it because it makes me feel good. And I know that's exactly why we're here. Black and brown people we're always killed on the way to feeling good. Someone was the, uh, I forgot, oh, forgot his name. Um, the young college student who was going on a jog to feel mm-hmm. good, killed, right? So we're all, you're, you're killed on the way to feeling good or you're killed regardless. So I think, I know the point of life is pleasure. So I'm just getting on with it. Mm. I'm just getting on with that. I see, I see. It's going to be so different for everyone. I think it's so important to find what makes you feel good. If donating makes you feel good, do that. If if protesting outside, do that. If wearing colors and staying inside and talking to your friends, do that. Um, I don't think we should, pol- I don't police anyone's way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Darling. I see what you're saying. I think, um, I think the distinction that I want to make is that you have to be at the center of it. Um, and that a byproduct is, um, uh, is that it's political, is that it's resistance, is that it's radical. Um, but yeah, so to do it in order to be radical mm. will um, inevitably lead to, I think, more stress. So Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, mm. I think so. Because then, at least for me, because then I'll start thinking, you know, is my self-care, oh, but what if my self-care is actually promoting a white company? Or something like that, you know. But that, and, but that's valuable to some. So, like, not for you. That's clearly not your way because it feels bad. But for some people, being actively um, active in that way feels good. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. So I think okay. it's so important to be like it's just personal. It's totally personal. Right. Okay. So it's so, but still, number one is to feel good, mm. and then feel do it in the way that that um, really makes the most um, sense to you or that, you know, you feel the most in alignment with. Yeah. Cause as much as people think things are selfless, it's imp- nothing is selfless because we are a self. It starts from self. So if you donate money and you say, mm. yeah, I did it. It's not about, me. no, it is about you. Cause mm-hmm. you felt good about doing it. Correct. So that's how it's about you. Not that it's a, you know, Correct. that's what we mean. Yeah. Oh, look, this also actually brings me back to my point right at the beginning, which was about um, why I don't, react or say anything about america Mm -hmm. when you know my own backyard is burning Mm. having said all of that like Mm. i'm not saying anything about my own backyard because it's too close to home and that's a reality that i i don't want to um like uphold a reality that really makes me feel like i'm so unsafe and Mm. and blah blah. and it's too affronting for me and And where that can be something that people can look down on, like I'm, I'm sticking my head in the sand Mm. and I should do better. I I'm, I've decided to take care of my own, my mental health. I feel like saying mental health is like a way out. Like people go, Oh, okay. No, it's mental health. Fine. fine, fine." (laughs) Um, But you know, I'll pull the mental health card um, as controversial as saying that might be, but I need to take care of myself first. And, um, without pulling any cards. Like, I think that is what is most important to me, like my joy. And so 
I don't do I don't do or say anything about the situation in South Africa because it's too affronting for me. Mm. Having said all that, if then being political or um, vocal about a situation elsewhere like America feels like it's far enough for me not to feel personally in danger, mm. but to still affect positive change. Like, I think that's, that's great. That's fantastic. So I just wanted to make that distinction because, you know, at the beginning I was saying, I'm not commenting on America because I'm not commenting on home. But if it did oh, make okay, me feel okay, better okay. to comment on America, even though I'm not commenting on home, it doesn't um, make me, it doesn't mean that I don't have integrity. I don't have to start at home <laughs> yeah. to be able to go abroad. I hear you. Yeah. There's no right way. There People isn't. do what you want. If you care, you care. If you don't, you don't. Keep, keep, just do it. Just yeah. do it. What do you think this, um, do you think back to the the poll questions? Mm. Oh, can I just, I want to close that mm. kind of segment with something. So the reason in response to people thinking the world's more bad and mm-hmm. someone gave examples and said, you know, well, look at the world, like look at all the slavery, the violence. But I said to, in response to them that like, have you even seen like half of the world or like mm-hmm. a tenth on a hundredth? Have you left your country? Have you left your continent? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a bit myopic and kind of some maybe self-absorbed. Uh, self-righteous. No, it's not righteous. Um, eh, myopic and maybe a bit self-absorbed to think that your city or your country and a couple of others who are on the news is the world. There is so much you haven't seen and there's so much benefit in keeping you afraid and scared and believing that things are bad and people are bad because you buy more, you're afraid, you're more violent. That's easy to control Mm. and to manage, right? When people are happy, they're hard to manage. They're actually just hard to manage because... yeah. They just ask questions and they just also aren't as invested in the nonsense. That's so, true. Yeah, just know before you think the world's all bad, please ask yourself if you've seen the world. Um, uh, and you have, no one has, right? And it only takes stepping into one of the two villages I come from and just chilling for 12 hours in a chair and seeing people, how they behave, mm-hmm. to see that like joy and happiness and kindness and goodness are things anyone can access and they exist. And if you ask somebody from my hometown, if the world is mostly good or bad, they'd have a very different answer. So just, Mm -hmm. I think, understanding perspective is a thing. And before needing to take it to villages, if you don't have the privilege of coming from a village where things Mm. are simpler and beautiful and Mm. fresh and in your face organic, um, look out your window, sit still in a shopping mall and see how many people count good things oh they have clothes oh they're walking they're breathing oh they're smiling at each other they're laughing oh there are clothes here oh i can be in a shopping like there's so many things that are actually going right working well yeah. that are working well if i just look out my window the butterflies the trees the sunshine the be- like it's not un- <sighs> well just get an animal it's more expensive but that'll really calibrate you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. getting a pet definitely honestly yeah Ooh. Back to the questions on the poll. Do you think manifesting is hard? And what do you think the, what's the most um, complex or tricky part for you? What trips you up? Mm. Where are you on your journey with manifesting? That's such a nice question, Mukundra. It is. Okay. Um, manifesting, I think, is easy. Okay. I think it's very, very easy. I think, I think manifesting is the law of the universe. Mm. It's um, like gravity, um, except we 
believe in gravity 100%. And so therefore, anyway, that's just getting down a rabbit hole. I believe manifesting is easy. I believe that what trips me up is my full, my acceptance of it um, or my acknowledgement of it. So I think that anything is as easy or as hard as I want to make it. Um, and so it's much better for me to know that manifesting is easy and all I have to do is catch up to that belief. Um, but hmm, question. if I look at um, my life as evidence, I can see I can see the evidence of manifesting all the way through it, mm. conscious and unconscious, um, and how easy it was. Mm. What's one thing... What's one thing you're struggling to manifest? If you're comfortable talking about that. Or you don't want to speak into existence. <laughs> I have examples if you don't want to use yours. Examples of me? Of mine. Because you're really good at bringing up examples of me. <laughs> I am. I got receipts on you, bitch. Got bitch. jackets. Let's talk about you. Struggling. One thing I'm struggling to manifest, or, yeah, that's I'm, I've struggled for a while, is romance. Mm. I believe you manifest everything. Good and bad. So I've, I've manifested. I'm and good. Is it easy? It's not that it's easy. It's it's um it's a fact. Mm. So when I say because I was gonna say it's easy, if, if I say it's easy or it's hard, I mean which is it? It's happening. Yeah, that's right. Do you know what I mean? So when I say oh I struggle to ro- manifest romance, no, I actually have manifested lots of romance. Um, that was that's so terrible. True. Yeah, but actually it also reflected tons. who I was at the time. Mm. So I think um that's so it's not true. I take mm. her back. Mm. Well done. I think what I what I'm trying to r- remind myself is to stay in a positive momentum mm-hmm. with manifesting and with uh, how my thoughts turn into things. And I think it's so easy for me to s- spiral very quickly mm-hmm. about what I don't want in in life. And so I'm really trying to to not stay in that place too long anymore. Do you think it'll always be hard spiraling? Do you think it's, do you think you'll always spiral like this? Will you always have to have your guard up? Like, aren't you going to get tired? It's not. Well, what I've learned recently is it's okay to have, my thoughts are okay. They're thoughts. They're real. They're there. And I kind of want to let them pass through me though. Hmm. And to not make it a story. Like dark matter. I just learned yesterday that dark matter passes through us all. Ooh. Yeah. That's dope. I know. Ooh. Yeah, like to not, so what's something I, aha, uh-huh, the white thing, okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> the white thing, the they're, white, the white problem. There are people too. <laughs> <laughs> The white, so you white guys, like, I'm really distressed. I'm so sad and hurt and I don't know what to do or what to say anymore. Um, I just don't know. And it's hard because I look at white people in my life and I love them and I know them and they're, they're just as normal as the other people in my life. But white people are doing bad things. So who are they? Where are they? And it's overwhelming. Mm. And I get and I and I get so upset and feel so deeply sad and hurt and angry and want to just shake something. I want to be violent. I want to use. I want to have frenetic energy. I can see how that's a release to break something because mm-hmm. I I I do. I would like that. I really would like to use my anger physically. But that's such an overwhelmingly sad and desperate place to be in so I let myself finish that was early in the week I felt angry at white people I really let myself finish and now I do need like at least a seven day break so I'm not going to engage in that material anymore until I've fully recalibrated to my normal which is that um 
anyone can get this love mm. because it's dangerous. It's not healthy for my body. So I let it pass through. I don't stop it anymore, but I just know that Mukundra, there needs to be, you need to just, just manage it. Be careful because these things turn into things. Thoughts become things. Yeah. So I have to be so careful um, with how long I let things go on for. For sure. And I think, honestly, I think that um, there needs to be a reworking of how you uh, like translate all the external information into your system and what you make it mean. And because I know that how I used to be when I was just blissful um, was... I didn't put things in pots into mm. general pots like, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. would help me generalize about people. Um, and that really helped me take things on a case by case basis, but also to have compassion and to be able to, to like give the energy that I want to give to the situation. So I can give um, compassion, empathy to the people that are suffering and needing to loot and to riot and to so on. But I don't need to give any energy to the people that are causing the harm to the black communities Mm. um because all of that energy has to pass through me any to in order to be able to give it and i don't want the hate and i don't want all of that in my system so i'd rather focus on sending love um yeah to you know the people that need it and it doesn't mean in order to send love it doesn't mean or to agree with one thing, it doesn't mean you have to condemn the other. Yeah, if or con- absolve even. Or ab- yes, or absolve, exactly. Um, especially if it's to your detriment. So that's definitely where I want to get back to. And I, for me, I need to do that with men. So You do, bitch. I really, really do you like... better heal fast. Get going fast. Fast. Um, yeah, I really, really need to do that. So even just thinking of manifesting love is is still kind of absurd to me Mm. um, because I haven't healed my wounds around men. Um, And I really do think it's as easy as a snap of a finger. Like I could do it right now, but um, I just need to, I I could do it right now. There's a lot of ego in the way. um, And there's maybe the fear of the unknown and the fear of losing a part of myself, my identity Mm. and my strength. Mm. um, If I just allow men to be, beautiful beings again and you know the vulnerability that comes along with that um but i could do it i could do it right now it could be as easy as i just said i could i could manifest that reality in my life Mm. right now if i really wanted to and i think that's probably the hardest thing for me is believing Mm. allowing myself to get to that place where the law of manifestation where i allow the law of manifestation in my life like easily Mm. yeah I love that. Yeah. It's very exciting. It's so exciting. And I think um, I'm also trying to, I don't want to be totally, I, I don't want to be disconnected from what's happening in the world, um, the, the, the suffering that's happening. Mm. But I'm also always reminding myself that there's a really, di- for me, there's a difference in knowing and feeling. Mm. So I can know who's hurt and who did the hurting, mm. but to let, I don't have to, I, I can I can reject that becoming an emotional uh, reality in my body. Correct. Correct. So that's just such a, for me, it's the biggest distinction in the world. It means the mm. biggest, it, it means so much. Yeah. Because otherwise you die so many deaths, you know. Yeah. Every time someone's hurt, you die a death. And I, 
and I, I'm I can't do that anymore. I don't and want the, to do that. Also, though, it's it's presumptuous on our part because for me, I do believe I believe in soul contracts, and I believe in a larger um, a larger narrative at play. And when I decide to be offended by the way things are, I negate I negate what I believe that there are contracts larger than what I can perceive at play. So, Can't we do both though? I want to do both. You can, as long as both are progressive for you. As in, like, yeah. So I had a client the other day who, he's white, he lives in Nigeria. So he was, um, racial undertones rude. And I was upset with him and annoyed. And then I remembered that like through the challenges, also so much has come out of that. I've gotten loads of money because he was rude and then they had to pay me more to agree to work with them. And I also learned about how to improve my audio quality, which mm. I would have never from all my clients who are happy with me. Right. So I remembered, okay, this is double-edged. Like through the annoyance with him, um, I've learned a lot. Yes. But I, I let myself feel it because it was a real, it was it was real. Like yeah. you, you were rude. It was real. I'm yeah. upset. But um I guess it's also how I dealt with that in the end. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that, I guess that's what you're saying. I think it is what I'm saying because, um, and which was excellent. So you took a situation that you didn't like um, and you did what you had to do, which was you opted out of the situation. And in order to keep you in the situation, you got what you wanted, which was being treated better. Mm. So, um, so to me, that's proof that number one, there are bigger things at play. He was in your life to show you to bitch, upgrade your sound um, and you were in his life, um, to show, I don't know what he learned, but then also he was in your life to say, no, I want better. And so you moved away from him and then got something better. Yeah. Um, I think I've lost myself a little bit in no, it, but, but, no, but that's it. But the point is that I, without giving all the caveats in my life, there's a point to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and every, everything, everyone that's hurt me, everything, everything, every friction and every wonderful thing is here because my soul can only expand through interacting with it. Um, Mm -hmm. And interacting with it doesn't mean accepting it and sitting in it. No, it might be because I have to say no to it like you did. I have to push it away and grow that way or I have to accept or I have to whatever. But um, hmm. so I think also tying all those things together for me allows me to manifest better. It allows me to mm. allow like the magic to come through all these experiences. Mm. So I think that's also part of my journey is, is more allowing. Because like you were saying, I think in the last maybe year and a bit, almost two years, I've gotten really bogged down in reality. Um, the reality of my age, uh, my weight, my body, my race, my gender, um, the, you know, the politics of all of those, um, what I'm doing, my profession, where I'm, I'm headed to all these things that are in, um, air quotes reality. And I've really just kind of stagnated because of that. I haven't let a lot of light come through. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah. And it's interesting. Well, so what that, <clears throat> and every time I hear a negative thing about men, it's in my head as always, you see, and just when I'm starting to, you know, like open up to them again. Someone else posts another story about why they're useless. And I go, you see? And I just, I don't want to be part of that narrative anymore. I just really don't. For 100%. myself. Yeah. 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 
There's so much to say about that. So, okay, wait. You're feeling isolated at the moment. What what are the next steps for you? Because as you were saying, like, I mean, there are people, there are people around you. You're not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what happens now? Well, um, I need to give just my community in general, like a space. I don't know who's, who's, who's aligned with me and not because that, that's not been a space. I've always been really mindful of people's beliefs. If I'm talking to a Christian, I change my language. If I'm talking to a Jew, a Jewish person, I change my language. (laughs) Gunda, are you going to get, okay, a black, there you go. I've balanced it out. A black, a gay. A black, a gay. You've done it all. Um, if I, I'm just mindful of people, I'm talking to someone who's agnostic or thinks that spiritual stuff is dumb. I'm, I'm mindful. Mm. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. So I'm going to be myself and just see who that vibes with and who it doesn't. And then we're in such trouble. If you up to now has been not really yourself. Can you imagine if this has been, this has been me muted. Like I am very spiritual and I think, um, all I know my wish for myself, my prayer for myself is I will have spaces where I don't have to explain the basics or the one-on-one of what manifestation is. Why would I believe what I can't see? Why would I on earth think it could be any different than what I see with my eyes? Why I believe I can do, I can have anything and will have anything I want and that I can have pleasure and that it's right to feel good and that Mm. it's right to want things. And through wanting, you learn through the the pursuit of things Mm. that is the basis through which we're all going to start my community Mm. and my community is going to affirm me and encourage me that I, that being happy and content and enjoy is very normal Mm. and a very worthwhile thing to pursue. And Mm. I should continue. They're going to, they're going to encourage me. And I think sometimes it feels like, and, and this is a dynamic I've obviously created where I'm encouraging people I need to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I'm doing now is I'm finding communities who are going to do that for me. I need mm-hmm. to look up to someone. I'd, I want to admire my community's spirituality and their spiritual conviction. Mm-hmm. Look at their life. Look what they brought for themselves. Look at how they own that. Look at um, their belief system and how that's manifested. I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. And I and that's why we're in communion. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you look at spiritual people, like Christians have a gaggle of Christian girls and gays who affirm them. Jewish folks have a gaggle of Jewish girls and gays. The Muslims, the Muslim girls do. Everyone Why are you does. calling people geese? They have a gaggle. Everyone does, right? So like the Muslim girls and gays have their people and then they'll also have the others who aren't Muslim. Right. right um, but right. they first take care of that. Like they know where they want to go. And so they have a community that affirms that, that they don't have to explain that to. Um, and I want that for myself. I want a, a, a community that affirms me that I don't have to explain mm. why on earth I think that I'd have a car in three months, even though the money's on my account. Mm. How could you believe that? Mm. Where's that coming from? I don't, I don't want to do all that. Yeah. You know, I agree with you. Well, no, so, sorry. Can I mm. add a caveat? Mm. I want a community where I don't have to do that, but it's okay if I have a community where I do, as long as I have one that's affirming me. Because it's fine to be challenged or to be in different spaces if you're already affirmed in other spaces. Right. Yeah. Right, then right, that's right. good contrast. Right now, it's not contrast. It's actually slowing me down. Mm. So um, that's me now, hey? This is a this is an Abraham Hicks stan account from now on. Oh my gosh, 100%. Yeah. Wait, so why do you need the other 
not the yeah, other yeah, account yeah. but why do you need the other side like why can't it just all be mm-hmm. manifest it's not that i need or don't need but it's it's still look it's still enjoyable like i'm still i'm okay it's not a problem um and i don't want to have to it's less that all i know is i don't know that i have to shift that community i have now as much as i need to find more community right so it'll all make sense in yeah. time and you might find that more community within the community that you already have yeah i might know. do hey yeah and um someone asked a good question of a fantastic question uh i'll put a trigger at the big i'll in the content in the description we've talked about i think suicide and all sorts um but they talked about they said hey makundwa uh in terms of manifesting how do you explain violence and cool things in the world um i was raped how so is that to say now I call this to myself? I don't believe I did. Mm. What are your thoughts? Fantastic question. Why does violence happen when bad things happen to me? Uh, did I, did I, did I want them? Was I asking for it? Mm. Were, are people asking for this? Brilliant. If you have the same question, dig your heels in, start researching and find your own answers. Mm. Um, those are, that's a deeply personal journey Mm. and your belief system, not beliefs, but belief system is deeply personal. You need to invest in researching that. And that might look like asking people like me or might look and should really look like mostly doing your own independent research, uh, to, to confirm whatever you truly believe. Mm. So that question, we already know they don't believe that. So mm. find find evidence that confirms that. Whatever feels good is the right way for you at the time. Mm. And I can't stress that enough, um, that following what feels good for you will lead to your own enlightenment. And by enlightenment, I mean that growth, that realization. that. And it doesn't mean that the answer will be different from what it is now, mm. but it'll lead to you truly you, you the true you, you being truly you, but you have to follow what feels right to you. Um, yeah. And I, so I just, absolutely. And that personal investigation is, is the most important. Um, and you know, before when manifesting didn't make sense, it was very important not to, to try to, to try plug into that. Yeah. Because then, then it, it feels like victim blaming. Um, or, and, and away from that example, it just, it just sounds dumb. It just doesn't make, if it doesn't yeah. make sense, then it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If it doesn't make yeah. sense, it's wrong, then don't do yeah. it. I remember Abraham Hicks, it was just sounded so ridiculous. Mm. Thank God I didn't push through. Conversations of God, switched it off immediately, made no sense, mm-hmm. confusing. Like, you don't have to force. And also, like, accepting that people's beliefs, we don't have to agree. No. And you really don't have it doesn't have to make sense to you yeah. find things that make sense to you and that's the mistake that the mistake that i made was that i was on the abraham conversations with god tip mm. but then i started you know black lives matter happened and you know um i started becoming more conscious again in inverted commas of how much black women suffer mm. and how me as a black woman suffer and how men are trash and all those things and it just dragged my vibration down into reality and I spiraled and became so sad and my life wasn't what I wanted it to be so if it serves me more to believe that people are beautiful and I can be happier and do more in the world then that's what I'm gonna do until I don't like it's Mm -hmm. it's so important for me to now just follow follow my truth whatever that is but it's to yeah. follow that. And just to add to that, I think the reason it dragged you down is because you internalized 
the narrative. So is it true that, uh, or are the stats there that these are how black women are affected by the world? Mm. Yes. But, and I think we've spoken about this on a few episodes about mm. identity and how we identify. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, things, things can happen to you, but they don't have to be you. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the difference yeah. that we can acknowledge or I can acknowledge the stats, I can acknowledge what happens to black people, but I don't, I don't internalize it yeah. because that's when you've lost, when you believe, when you kind of take it from this is what happens to this is how it is. Yes. No, it's yeah. something that happens. It's not what it is. Yeah. What it is, is my, you know, my true North and what I meant to do here yeah. is to expand and have bliss and pleasure. And yeah. that's everyone's birthright. What is happening is those people are being violent. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. And even if you've been like an experience, you've experienced violence, you're not the violence. Mm. And that's why, that's why I don't like terms. I don't use the term rape. Was it survivor? Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. I just don't use it. It doesn't make for me, for me, for other people. That's your title. That's your title. I don't use it for myself because I have no affiliation with that. That's Mm. something that happened to me. It is not something that I am. Mm. Uh, And it's that simple. It doesn't change what happened, but it changes how I associate and how I relate to. Mm. And I just think, yeah, that's like, so that's what I've been this week really returning to is remembering just how much power my thoughts have, just how, how I can create so much with what I believe. Yeah. And it's been an odd week to have, it's been an interesting week to have that because yeah, the week just hasn't reflected that. So many people are. There's, there's a lot of identifying, not calling out and naming things, but identifying with the things and, um, of other people. I mean, other people doing this or other yourself people doing, doing this. Okay. And so it's been interesting that, that this is what's come out of it. But yeah, that's how I've been, that's how I've been doing this week. To answer <laughs> your question. And me, how am I? <laughs> Kidding. I'm dead. Another two hours. I know. Yeah. Hmm. Man, I'm getting a, I need, I'm getting a um, lack of chicken wings headache. Okay. That brings us to our announcement. And the horse, the white horse comes in. We are taking a hiatus. Everyone should just jump up and scream together. <laughs> yeah, we're taking a break, friends. Mm. Taking a hiatus. This podcast will be on a break. We may have an episode next week mm. or may not. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But we are going on a break. Mm. Uh, we don't know how long it'll be. At least, I, w- I would say at least... Um, don't give it a time. Well, okay, fine. Yeah. But it's a break. Look, yeah. no, no less than a month. At least a month. Now you've given it a time. I give it a time so people know. Because what is a hiatus? Is a hiatus usually a month? Um, I was thinking of sabbatical. Sabbaticals oh. are six months. I was thinking of at least two. Like I need two oh. months off this thing. Okay, great. This bitch. Yeah. So it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be a while, guys and girls and gays. Ooh. Yeah. So the Facebook group will still be active. The inst- meaning it'll be up. It'll be up. It'll be open. Yeah. The Instagram page will be up and open. Uh, episodes will be up and you may binge those please do the donations those will not be donations anymore those will be tips we have we're done with that <laughs> the money 
As in that's closed. That's closed. Uh, that money will be going to my womanizer duo. No, it will not. Or to whatever else. It's my birthday on Tuesday. I really think... I got no money for my birthday, by the way. I asked you guys on March 17 to donate not, not a single dollar. Did you really? I literally did. No one said anything. Let's show her up, girls and gays. Donate money for my birthday, the 2nd of March. Yeah, donate. It'll... Not donate, sorry. Tip us. Oh, if you tip, like this tip, episode, tip. if you like our podcast, tip us. It'll be going to our pockets. It'll be going to our bellies. It won't be going to anything else. Please know that now. I think I just need to give in to that. Well, why point. wouldn't you? I don't know. It just felt like the upstanding thing to do was to don't use it. it for the organization. No. Oh, like, oh for the party. Well, yeah. we need a logo. So we will be, you know, we'll, we'll get that as well. We've got money in the bank for that. Mm, okay. But womanize a duo otherwise. Um, so do we get things. two of those? Like, do I get something of the same value? My vibrate, literally lockdown, do, President Cyril Ramaphosa... Day one, the day he said there was lockdown was the day my vibrator broke. Uh, and not even like batteries fell, like it broke, broke. Over. So yeah, Honey, I'm getting a... At least you know how to use your hands. I always did, yeah. And I tell you now. Yeah. It would have been a national emergency for me. Literally. Mm. There's so many creative ways people masturbate, by the way. Really? I was reading. Yeah, someone... Okay, well, anyway. Like household objects. Literally. You have no idea. Yeah, I don't... If it, if it can't move at the speed... <laughs> At the speed of a blender, of a ba- is it Baus ba- Bauer? Of a Bauer, Bauer of a Bauer blender. Then I'm not interested. Oh God! Oh good! Oh good! All right, so, girls yeah. and gays. So that's it, really. Um, we love you. It's been so wonderful yeah. having you along with this first season, and um, two year season. Yeah, two year season. So much love. Mm. You're limitless, and yeah, try prioritize your pleasure. Yeah, try. And I think I would say, you know, you've lived your life with the evidence of your belief system so far. Are they serving you? Are they serving you? And if you want to change it up, bitch, like give it a try. What what have you got to lose? You You know how the previous system works. What you have to lose from believing in yourself and believing that you can be happy from attempting, from believing the world's good. Like there's nothing. There's nothing. At worst, you realize it's not. And if that's your portion, that's your portion. That's fine. Honestly, then you're you're where you were anyway. You haven't moved. (laughs) Exactly. Which is fine. So quietly, privately by yourself, believe things. Yeah. And, you know, do the internal work and see what happens. You don't Mm. have to tell anyone. Just make it private. Privately and, and quietly. Yeah, let yeah. that pussy pop off. <sighs> Lots of love. Lots man. of love. Endless moisture. Moist, all of it. Mm. And lots of joy. Yeah. Hugs and kisses and love, girls and gays. Bye. Bye.